Each Friday, we're dedicating time for prayer and fasting for our community and our country. And the way we are going to structure this today is we'll have four different prayer blocks where we begin with praying for ourselves and then our families, community, and world, and we'll move in concentric circles outward. And the way we do it is we have an anchor text for each of our prayer blocks, so one text that's going to anchor and shape all of our praying. And the reason why we do that is because praying is responsive speech. The Lord has spoken to us first in his word, and our praying is us responding back to him. And so we want all of our praying to be rooted and grounded and flow from the word. And then each of our prayer blocks will have five points, prayer points that we're praying for, five prayer prompts, so one for each finger. And so that can help shape um, your praying. Now, unfortunately, I'm not joined today by our usual special guest, but we have another very special guest who's going to pray with me. So who is this here sitting next to me? What's your name? Benjamin. Yes, Benjamin is here and he's going to pray with me. So Benjamin, what are we praying for first? The Lord will comfort us when we're lonely. Yes, we're going to pray that the Lord will comfort us when we're lonely. And our anchor text is Psalm 139. And that's a long psalm, so I'm not going to read all of it, but we're going to let that psalm shape our first cycle of prayers. So first, we want to praise the Lord that he knows us. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit down and when I rise. And loneliness is so hard to endure. But take a moment and praise God that even when we feel at our, at our most alone and we feel unknown, that he sees and he understands. You know, it may be that no one else can share in what you're doing right now, or maybe no one else you think sees how you're feeling, but God, as it says in verse 3, is familiar with all of our ways. So take a moment talk to him right now, out loud if that helps, and tell him what's on your heart. Second, we want to praise him that his spirit is with us. Verse 7, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? You know, God isn't just out there looking down on us. He dwells within us by his spirit. So take a moment and thank him for that and ask him to graciously give you an increasing awareness of his spirit's presence. Pray that in this season of isolation, you walk closely with him day by day. Third, we praise him that he's our hope. Verse 12, even in the darkness, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. You know, loneliness can make us feel so low. Ask God to help you to hold on to the gospel hope that Jesus Christ, the light of the world, has come and is coming again. Fourth, we praise him for his sovereignty. Verse 16, all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. You know, one of the hardest things about this is not knowing, not knowing how long it's going to last, 
not knowing when we'll be able to see loved ones and friends again. But let's praise God that he does know. These are not wasted days, but ones that are ordained for him for our good. So pray for a growing sense of awe and rest in his sovereignty. And finally, let's pray for that the Lord will encourage in us a desire to love others. Verse 24, see if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. In a situation like this, it's easy to become inward or to give yourself over to self-pity. Humbly ask God to show you whether there are any ways in you where you might be responding to your circumstances sinfully. Pray that in each day of isolation, you'll still be looking to love and serve others, perhaps by praying for them or calling to encourage them. So start praying for the needs of some people you know now. In all this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And for our second prayer block, Benjamin, what do you think we ought to pray for for this one? For our kids. Pray for our kids. Yes, we're going to pray for our kids. And our anchoring text is going to be Psalm 78. And so if you have children, pray for them now. If you don't have any, I invite you to pray for mine. They need it. So first, let's give thanks. Verse 1 and verse 3. My people, hear my teaching. Things we have heard and known. Things our ancestors have told us. Take a moment and thank God for the people he used to ensure that you can say today that you have heard and known about his power and his wonder and all the things that he has done, especially his wonderful work in rescuing sinners through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Thank God for the privilege of making his deeds known to the next generation as they grow up in your house. Second, Let's ask God to help our family to speak his praise. Verse 4, we will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord. You know, it's so easy for our kids to mainly hear us complaining and criticizing. Pray instead that they would hear us praising God with an infectious sense of joy and gratitude, aware of all the answered prayers, aware of all of our mercies, both both great and small, aware of all of our daily blessings, especially during this time. And let's pray third for lasting memories. Verse 5 and verse 6, He commanded our ancestors to teach their children so that they in turn would tell their children. Take a moment and think about how your kids will look back on this time. One thing is sure, It's not going to leave them unchanged. Pray that they would be able to remember it as a time when they learn from their parents, through their words and their deeds, more of what it means to follow Jesus, to love others, and to rejoice always. And fourth, let's pray that we'll trust in God. Verse 7, then they would put their trust in God and would not forget his deeds. Pray that each of your children would not be afraid of this pandemic, but would put their trust in God in a new way for themselves. Dear Lord, help us 
to love you and trust you. Good. And fifth, we'll pray that they'll grow in obedience, verse 7 and 8, but would keep his commands. They would not be like their ancestors, a stubborn and rebellious generation. New situations always bring new challenges to our obedience, no matter how old we are. So talk to God about some of the specific ways in which your children and you yourself are struggling to obey him. Ask him to give your whole family soft hearts that are quick to repent and eager to obey. Benjamin, what's one way you, you want to pray that the Lord will help you obey? God, to have self-control. Oh, that's a good prayer. You'll pray that you'll have self-control. So we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. And for our third prayer block, Benjamin, who are we going to pray for next? Healthcare workers. Yes, we're going to pray for our healthcare workers. Do you know any healthcare workers? Miss Kate. Miss Kate. Yes, Miss Kate and Deacon's dad. Yes, Deacon's dad, also known as David Goodman. And Emerson's mom. Yes, Emerson's mom, also known as Stephanie King. Yes, we want to pray for all our healthcare workers. And our anchoring text will be 2 Corinthians 1. 3 through 11. And so the first thing we want to pray to is we pray to our Father of all compassion. Verse 3 and 4. Praise be to the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort who comforts us in all of our troubles. So take a moment and think back to a time of ill health when God comforted you. And thank God that he looks at our broken world with compassion and stands ready to comfort all those who turn to him for help. Second, let's pray for comfort for those who are in trouble. Verse 4, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So pray for the medical staff as they seek to comfort the sick and dying and support one another. Ask God to give them an abundance of compassion and patience and grace, and pray that Christians working in the health services would take every opportunity to speak of the unique comfort that only the gospel can give. Third, let's pray for those who are under tremendous pressure. Verse 8 and 9, we were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, but this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Pray for staff as they make very difficult decisions about how to treat patients with limited resources. Ask God to give them wisdom. Pray that in this time of great pressure, many staff would come to see their own need for the Savior who conquered death. Pray that the Lord would deliver many from danger. Verse 10, He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and He will deliver us again. On Him we have set our hope. Praise God that he loves to deliver people from danger, including ill health. In his grace, he often works through the skill of medical professionals. So ask him to use the doctors, nurses, and others to save many lives and to bring this pandemic to an end soon. And fifth, let's pray that he will answer our prayers. In verse 11, 
as you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted to us in answer to the prayers of the many. So let's give thanks for the ways in which God has answered your prayers for the sick in the past. Now, who can you help by your prayers right now? And all this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Benjamin, and our last prayer block is that we're going to pray for all of Christ's churches all across the world to experience what? Oh, growth. Growth, yes, growth. Kind of like you and Sam. I think you've grown two feet since this started. Do you think you've gotten any taller? Yeah. Good. All right, so our anchoring text will be Colossians 1, verse 9 through 14. So we're going to pray. So let's first pray that all Christ churches would grow in good works. Verse 10, bearing fruit in every good work. Church life has changed, changed tremendously. But what has not changed is our opportunity to love others. So pray that as a church, our church and all Christ churches would be living out our faith as we serve our families, work hard in our jobs, care for our neighbors, and pray for and encourage one another. And second, let's pray that we'll have growth in knowledge. Verse 10, growing in the knowledge of God. So no matter what our Sunday services or small groups look like right now, Ask the Lord to help you to continue to grow in your knowledge of him. Pray that during this season when life has such a different pace that all of Christ's church would grow to develop good habits of personal Bible reading and prayer that can last them for years to come. Third, pray that we would grow in our endurance. Verse 11 being strengthened with all power according to his good and his glorious might so that you might have great endurance and patience. So pray that our church would grow in patience in this time. Perhaps God will use it to prepare us to suffer for Christ in years to come. Take a moment and pray by name for any believers that you know who are struggling spiritually. Ask God to strengthen them in their faith and to help them endure. And fourth, let's pray that we would grow in our joy. Verse 12, giving joyful thanks to the Father. Praise God that he has qualified us to share in the inheritance of his holy people and in the kingdom of light. Verse 12, as so many of the other things we enjoy are stripped away, pray that you and all God's children would have a deepening sense of joy in and gratitude for the guaranteed, unlosable heavenly inheritance. And finally, pray that Christ's church would grow in number. Verse 13 and 14, He has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his Son, whom he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So ask the Lord to work through this crisis to rescue many more people in our community from their sin. Pray that one day soon you would have 
the joy of gathering together with your church family to worship his son once again. Benjamin, are you ready to get back to church? Yeah. What are you most excited about doing when you get to go to church again? Playing my school. Playing in your school. (laughs) That's great. How about? Seeing my friends. Seeing all your friends. Yes, that's a good one. And my teachers. And seeing your teachers. Yes, you're looking forward to seeing your teachers. Well, I know they're all looking forward to seeing you and all the other kids as well. So we pray and ask all these things in the Lord's name. Amen. Amen. Benjamin, are you ready to sing the doxology? Yeah. Okay, let's sing. Praise God from, from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above. 